And joining us today, Brian Turnis, Agrigold Agronomist for Southern Minnesota and Eastern South Dakota. Brian, great to have you on the show today. How are you, sir? Doing great. Thanks for having me, Jesse. Well, I appreciate it. Let's jump right in. I want to talk about iron uh, deficiency chlorosis, IDC. And this is something that soybean growers, especially across the Northern Plains, you talk the Red River Valley, you know, parts of Minnesota and the Dakotas, uh, really, they deal with this. It's a big concern for farmers in that region. But just for starters, talking IDC, can you give folks who may be listening, wondering what exactly that is, can you give us a little bit of a definition of what IDC is? Yeah, so IDC is a, a inability of a, um, a plant, but here we're talking about soybeans, but the inability of the soybeans to, as in a seedling stage, to take up uh, iron from the soil. Um, the iron is usually still present, but there's a, um, a cause in the soil, such as uh, high carbonates, uh, high nitrate level, uh, high saline level that will um, restricts the iron from being taken up by the, the soybean plant um, in its early growth stages. And then this causes a, a yellowing of the, the trifoliates, uh, typically an intervenal yellowing. Uh, the the midrib stays uh, pretty green still, but the, uh, the intervenals of the trifoliates will turn yellow. Well, Brian, I know, as I mentioned, IDC, you know, this could be a regional issue and it could really have a significant impact on a soybean crop, can it? Yeah, there are some uh, areas, you know, if you get significant enough IDC uh, pressures along with a uh, um, soybean variety that is uh, less tolerant to that, you can you can lose the whole um, whole uh, crop in areas of the field. You know, you typically you get a, more of a patchy type of disease in the field, so you won't lose it across the whole field. But uh, you'll lose, uh, it's definitely uh, something where you can lose several bushels too, even if it does eventually grow through it. Well, Brian, let's talk variety selection. I know that's something that's going to be key in trying to manage IDC. And I know that it's something that AgriGold, along with other folks, have been working on to try and find some some of those varieties that could really uh, could really help when it comes to IDC. So talk about why variety selection is so important. Well, as um, I mentioned just a little bit ago, that uh, there's uh, um, different varieties that are seem to be a little more tolerant to um, the restriction of um, the iron um, or the ID, you know, the iron deficiency chlorosis symptoms, and they're able to tolerate those symptoms a little better. And so we're uh, trying to, um, you know, flesh out which of those do better, and that way we're able to recommend those varieties to our growers. And uh, so, you know, the more um, tolerance it has to that, the less yield uh, damage or yield loss you'll see to the uh, chlorosis uh, symptoms. Mm-hmm. I would have to think uh, management uh, during the growing season as well, drainage, soil nitrates. Uh, I would have to think that's a, a big key as well in, in trying to manage uh, iron deficiency chlorosis, isn't it? Yeah, if you're if the if the IDC is being caused by uh, like saline soils and that, where the it might the cause might be a high water level or wet soils, yeah, drainage will definitely help to uh, to. Um, re alleviate those uh, causes and those symptoms. Therefore, you know, it, it can take a little bit. It's not an overnight uh, fix for it, but if you put drainage out in the field, maybe tile drainage or um, something like that, then you'll definitely see an improvement eventually in the soils uh, and then your, and in turn your IDC symptoms. Uh, they had some other management type practices are the, um, 
there's an iron chelate that you can uh, plant, um, put in furrow with the soybean that can help alleviate some of those symptoms. It provides uh, iron in an available form for the seedling and help it to help it grow past the stages where the IDC is uh, um, in effect. You know, it's not a it's not a cure all, but it definitely helps to uh, push it through those uh, stages. And uh, there's also a few uh, uh, there's a um, cultural practice, uh, you know, sometimes when you get higher, you can put them uh, soybeans in higher populations, you, know, you get those soybean plants together, the, uh, with the, the, the seedlings, what they're doing is exuding an acid into the soil that helps to neutralize uh, or helps to break down the iron that's there. With a high pH soil, um, it, it neutralizes that acid. So if you get more seedlings into the soil in that one spot, it puts more acid out and helps it to overcome that a little bit better. Well, I have to think as well, especially for growers in, in the northern plains that, that might deal with some of these issues. Uh, it, it all comes down to knowledge and, and knowing what to look for, what you could do if you run into issues with with IDC, Brian. I would think. Yeah, once you're uh, um, once it's growing, you know, usually the 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 unifoliate when it comes out will still be green because it's being still fed with the the nutrients nutrition from the seed and the, the cotyledons but once you start pushing out those trifoliates is where you'll start seeing the symptoms uh, for the IDC uh, usually when we're doing ratings we wait till about uh, v2 v3 stage seems to give us a pretty good feel on how it's going to uh, respond to the to the um, to the reduction in iron in the plant and that so uh, mm -hmm. Once you have, once it's out in the field, it's um, in growing. It's hard to really do too much with it. You might be able to um, try to spray some um, iron chelate over foliar symptom or foliar to try to reduce some of the symptoms. But really, once you're once you're out there and it's growing, you're you're waiting for it to uh, just grow through the the stages that it uh, is that's being affected. Well, Brian, great stuff on IDC. I should ask you before we run out of time how things are looking crop-wise in your area there, eastern South Dakota, southern Minnesota. I know I, I think you're probably right in the heart of where that derecho came through here a few days back. Uh, how are things looking in your neck of the woods here as we get into the month of July? Yeah, immediately around me, uh, there's probably a, there's a really good stretch. I was driving down Interstate 90 to the east yesterday from uh, Sioux Falls and I was a uh, pretty uh, good uh, 20, 30, 40 mile stretch where there wasn't much corn standing up straight right now. Um, I think most of that, uh, it, it didn't seem, didn't look like it, it was snapped or anything. So I think most of that will eventually come back upright again. But the wind definitely was uh, uh, affected what we had. You know, they had reports of 80 mile an hour winds in Sioux Falls and that. So it was, uh, it, it wasn't too um, discriminant when it was blown over unless there was a, a little bit of a, a windbreak or something then you might have might have seen some still standing up but for mm -hmm. the most part the the fields were leaning pretty hard uh soybeans seemed to come through pretty well though uh the actual moisture we got was welcome we were starting to get a little bit on the dry side before that but uh you know uh so far as moisture we're, we're okay now uh but yeah that we'll see how things respond to that wind that came through and hopefully that corn stands back up. And as you said, hopefully not a lot of damage was done. And uh, of course, I'm sure, Brian, if uh, folks have questions uh, about any agronomic topic, reaching out to you or their local agrigold agronomist would be a, a big key, wouldn't it? Yeah, we can provide you uh, with any information or help you need to make some uh, make the decisions that you're looking at. 
And I know as well, folks can go online and find their local e- uh, agronomist as well. Agrigold.com is where they can find more information. With that, Brian Turtis with Agrigold. Appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us today on the American Ag Network. Thanks so much.